Welcome back to The Daily Poem here on the Close Reads Podcast Network. I'm David Kern. Today is January 4th, so Epiphany is just two days away, and it's on Sunday. So I won't be bringing you a poem for that day. So today I'm going to bring you one final poem for this Christmas season, a poem for Epiphany. And there are many Epiphany poems to choose from, but the one I settled on is a poem by Malcolm Geit, who is a living poet. He is a British writer, poet, songwriter. He's an Anglican priest. He's, a, he's an academic. He has studied the work of Tolkien and Lewis and Owen Barfield and Samuel Taylor Coleridge and, and many others. He also is a musician. So if you want to learn more about him, you can go to Malcolm Geit, that's G-U-I-T-E dot WordPress dot com. But he posted a poem there that I wanted to share with you on on the show. The sonnet is from his book, Sounding the Seasons, which it looks like you can uh, buy now on Amazon. But this poem is just simply called Epiphany. This is how it goes. It might have been just someone else's story. Some chosen people get a special king. We leave them to their own peculiar glory. We don't belong. It doesn't mean a thing. But when these three arrive, they bring us with them, Gentiles like us. Their wisdom might be ours. A steady step that finds an inner rhythm, a pilgrim's eye that sees beyond the stars. They did not know his name, but still they sought him. They came from otherwhere, but still they found. In temples they found those who sold and bought him, but in a filthy stable, hallowed ground. Their courage gives our questing hearts a voice to seek, to find, to worship, to rejoice. It's a lovely little sonnet there for Epiphany. I I heard him talking about this. I I think I might have even heard it on his website where he posted the sonnet. But I heard him mention that in the the arrival of the three wise men in, in Epiphany, it's the first sign that the Christ child is... Um, truly a world changer in the sense that the the wise men were Gentiles. It was not just about the covenant with, with the Israelites. It, it was expansive, much more expansive than that and included everybody. There was not just uh, game-changing, so to speak, world-changing for the Israelites, but for all people. And obviously that's in play in this poem here. It might have been just someone else's story. It says, some chosen people get a special king. But when these three arrive, they bring us with them. Mm, that's a great line. But when these three arrive, they bring us with them. And it's, I, I love that image of the wise men crossing the desert, going to Herod, traveling all across this country, looking for this small child, its two parents, this little family, uh, with the weight of the world on them. There, there's something sort of, like Atlas about it, something Atlas, Atlasian, <laughs> like the story of Atlas carrying the world on his shoulders. But in this case, it's that baby who's going to relieve the wise men of what's on their shoulders. And I just love that image. I don't want to take it too far. I don't want to say more than, it, than it's meant to say, but as an image, I'm, I, I love it. I think it's really sublime. I'm going to read it again in a second, but the one other image that I really like is that bit about the, the wisdom that might be ours. It says, their wisdom might be ours. A steady step that finds an inner rhythm, a pilgrim's eye that sees beyond the stars. And that's how the, the first eight lines of the sonnet end. You know, there's a full stop then end stop there. A pilgrim's eye that sees beyond the stars. They didn't know his name, but still they sought him. That's how that last bit begins.
And again, you can study that a little bit if you want to, but that sit that ninth line is a, is a key turn in any sonnet. A pilgrim's eye that sees beyond the stars. They didn't know his name, but still they sought him. These are men who are used to science, right? They're used to reading the things that they can see very specifically and to, to taking very concrete images and reading them, you know, figuring out what they mean. But here they, they stepped outside of that. They stepped outside of what they were used to. And they went on this journey. You know, there's a, there's a faith behind what they were doing there. There was something compelling them, certainly, in the, in the star. But it sees beyond, the pilgrim's eye sees beyond the stars. I love the idea that there's this inner rhythm. In going out on that journey, they found an inner rhythm that carried them along. The star compelled them, but that inner rhythm kept them going. And that inner rhythm, you know, I, I think of faith when I think of that. I don't know that that's what Malcolm Guyton meant, but that's something that I, that, that at least it's an echo for me. So enough of my thoughts on this poem for now. As always, I'll read it one more time uh, for this episode. Epiphany by Malcolm Guyton. It might have been just someone else's story. Some chosen people get a special king. We leave them to their own peculiar glory. We don't belong. It doesn't mean a thing. But when these three arrive, they bring us with them. Gentiles like us, their wisdom might be ours. A steady step that finds an inner rhythm, a pilgrim's eye that sees beyond the stars. They did not know his name, but still they sought him. They came from otherwhere, but still they found. In temples they found those who sold and bought him, but in the filthy stable, hallowed ground. Their courage gives our questing hearts a voice to seek, to find, to worship, to rejoice. This has been The Daily Poem. Thanks so much for listening. I'll be back on Monday with another one.